Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. From B105 in Cincinnati, it's the Jesse and Anna podcast. Jesse, I don't know if you recall, but you shushed me about, I don't know, four times yeah. earlier this morning while we were having, uh, we did these brainstorming brainstorming meetings, uh-huh. Jesse and I, and we'll go to a coffee shop, sit down, talk about ideas. And this morning, when I start to get passionate, I guess I get too loud for your liking. I don't even think I was being loud. And uh, there's Jesse. Well, no, I do it a little more subtly than that. I put my hand out flat, and I and I do that push down motion, like flat down. Like I'm I go, a child. Like, shh, shh, shh. Well, you know, your voice was echoing off the wall behind me. By the way, that happened twice. We were at twice? a public coffee shop today. Happened twice at the coffee shop, With- and I almost did it a third time at work today in our office. Uh, you were, you were getting into this. Uh, you, you know. If the regular level of speaking is like at a five out of ten, mm-hmm. you were at like a uh, seven and a half. Jesse. There was a guy about five feet away. Yeah. I'm just saying we're having conversations about like, you know, secret radio stuff, things that we're talking about oh. planning. It doesn't really matter. But at the same time, I was like, he should not be able to follow along with everything we're discussing. And I feel like this guy could hear what we're talking about. And honestly, it was a little embarrassing for me. Was, I could tell that you were embarrassed. Was he looking at us? This guy? No, but I have this problem where I just constantly empathize with everybody. I just feel like hmm. they, have you ever been in a public place and you can hear every bit of a conversation somebody's having? You're like, my gosh, I shouldn't be able to hear all this. That's kind of what I felt like was going on. I don't know if I've ever had that feeling. You probably um, enjoy it, just listening. I'd be like, oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Someone who talks as loud as I do. No. I, I don't know. Jess, I think we got to work on the way. That's fine. If I'm too loud. I've heard that before. I understand that I I get loud. That's fine. We got to work on a way that we address it. You know the what? Shushing. This isn't the, the first time. Do it. This isn't the first time I've dealt with this. I've my my twin brother Joey got real upset a couple of years ago because we would be in a public place like yeah. you know Home Depot sure in the aisle we were shopping for blinds and he started getting like loud to the point where I was like Joey can you can you keep it down a little bit and he goes <laughs> can you stop shushing me yeah. And That's I go, how, I how do I tell someone else when they're, they may not read, because I get excited myself and I get loud. And it's like, there's no, how do you tell somebody in a good way that they're too loud? And I do not I want the know. answer that the answer is no. You never tell them. If that's the case, I just can't hang out with you in public anymore. That's fine. <laughs> okay. That's the okay, only solution, on, I think. No, 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 no. We can, we can work on it. The shushing, it just, it comes off wrong. You know what? It comes you know off, what? off crazy. You know, how would you like me to tell you? You tell me and I'll handle it that way. Maybe just like a, a real casual, like, like, oh, oh, you're getting, I, I know you're excited or, uh, I, I don't know. I, I really don't know. No, I need a definitive answer. This is the okay. problem. Hey, Anna, oh, oh, you were starting to get a little bit loud again. Wait, what were you saying? Oh, this will not work. <laughs> hey, I, Anna, I apologize, but... <laughs> or just something real subtle like, you know what I'm going to do from now on? You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to write down a number, and that's the number on a scale of one to ten where you're at volume-wise. Hold it up. I'm just going to show it <laughs> like nine. Wait, maybe we have a code word. Oh. A code word. Okay. 
Tell me it right now. All right. If I'm like out of the park, I'm screaming red. If I'm like, oh, we're right on the borderline, orange. Okay. Yellow is warning. This is, oh, wow. This is a lot of colors. I'm just, so, oh, you know right. what? I'll just I'm, need red. I'm starting to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're never, I don't think there's an yeah. in between. All right. I like this. Red. See? Compromise. <laughs> red. We've got someone on the phone. I agree with Jesse 1 million percent. Um, the easy way to say is, excuse me, can you lower your voice? But the thing is, I have quit listening to this station a lot on the way home work in the afternoon because you overspeak him. You are very oh. extremely loud, even on the oh. radio. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, yeah. so so she cuts me off a lot is what you're saying. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so, you know oh, what? Man. I've been thinking that to myself, too. And I was like, it's disrespectful. <laughs> and um, you know what, Anna? Oh. It's, it's one thing for me to say it, but when you got some, what's your name, ma'am? Betty. 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 Betty calls up. You got to take this seriously. Betty. Yeah. Betty. I mean, you, need, mm -hmm. you know, it's one thing, and maybe she has a history of feeling like she's not being Her. recognized when she's talking. I can understand that point also. But when it comes to a point, it's an everyday issue on your show that she tries to out-talk you, over-talk you. Oh, I do. All right. Well, she, uh, I appreciate your feedback. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys have a good day. All right. All Thanks, right. Betty. All right. Bye. Thanks. Uh, so uh, I'll just say that I'm cool with the, uh, the, the color code system we've come up oh, with, which yeah. is kind of like a, uh, a loudness threat level. You know, like red means you really went far. People I'm, are noticing. I'm yelling. Orange is you're real close to getting everybody's attention. Yeah. What do we say? Yellow. Yellow you're, is like a warning. Caution. Like, I can tell you're getting excited. Caution. Yellow. Maybe a couple like, of your words have been. Uh, I heard it echo off the wall behind me. One or two words right. here. So we just um, had a really great idea, and you're like yellow. But what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How can I work it in? Yeah. <laughs> just All right, real we'll subtle. see. Somebody else is calling. Hello. Okay, I said I think I, I just wanted to comment to Betty. I think uh, she is totally wrong. I think Anna is fine. You all do a great job of listening to you every day. And if she says she changes the channels because she talks too much, she needs to program every one of her buttons into, uh, like, elevator music. And oh, take gosh. Oh, okay. <laughs> you guys right. are great, Listen. man. I love it. All right. We're stirring it up here. All right. Uh, Thank you. All right. Um, all right. Uh, all right. All right, bye. I appreciate you. Bye. <laughs> Not a problem. Like, it is hard for me to be speechless, and I, I just couldn't figure out what to say to him. Thank you. But, Anna, I'll just You're tell right. you. You're right. Okay. Oh. Yellow. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yellow light. Kane Brown says that after this tour that he is on, he wants to take a break from music and get into acting a little bit. He did a guest spot on Fire Country, and someone complimented him about how he's a natural Said, I did okay. not see I, I, that I coming. Me either. This does happen, but yeah, I kind of. I thought he was still. Someone told him he's a natural, so he's. he's Some into people it are. Now. Tim yeah, McGraw. You know? First time I ever saw Tim McGraw act, I was like, "Dang!" Like he was in The Blind Side. Yeah, remember though? He's well, he's been in eighteen eighty three. Yeah, I watched. Uh, he's a I really good Blindside. actor. Yeah, I'm like, is. dang! He Some is. people just have it naturally. What about us? Uh, well. I don't know. I was in musicals growing up, a couple of them, uh, in high school. What about you? Do you act? Do you have any acting chops? I've always wanted to. Remember, I've tried out for multiple plays throughout my oh, my right. uh, high school life and uh, never gotten one. So Yo, a deer, a female deer. Well, yeah. And you got yeah. so okay. Well, it's, okay. We're gonna test this out. I went ahead. I did took out the liberty of printing a script from a very very famous movie, and it's called Back to the Future. 
Okay. And it's just, I was just like, you know what? Let's just get a scene between two people. <laughs> and uh, in this particular scene, it's Doc Brown and Marty McFly. Already? And uh, surprise, you would be playing the role of Doc Brown. What? Because he's all scatterbrained. Oh. And Marty's a little bit more down to earth. <laughs> Great. A little bit more connected with what's going on, okay? Okay. So you have your script. It looks like I it's start. A couple of lines. Yeah. And then I'll hit, uh, and you know what? We'll start with the music. Are you ready? Yeah. Let's and get into it. Action. What'd I tell you? 88 <laughs> miles per hour? Temporal displacement occurred at oh. exactly 1.02 a.m. Christ you- almighty. <laughs> <laughs> you disintegrated Einstein. Calm down, Marty. I didn't disintegrate anything. The molecular structure of both Einstein and the car are completely intact. Then where the hell are they? The appropriate question is, when the hell are they? You see, Einstein has just become the world's first time traveler. I sent him into the future, one minute in the future, to be exact, and exactly 1.03 a.m. in zero seconds, we shall catch up to him and the time machine. Time machine? Are you trying to tell me you built a time machine out of a DeLorean? Cut! And scene. <laughs> Read! It's good. Wait, take good. two. Good. Take two? <laughs> take two. <laughs> Are we doing it from another angle? I don't know if that was any. I don't know if we're actors. <laughs> did, did, did I cut your first line off? You're yeah, like, I, I paused. <laughs> I just jumped with Christ Almighty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, we're going to get hired. Um, I don't know. Oh, take somebody a break any from second radio now. And... Somebody's going to call up here, don't quit your day job. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. All right. Ready. I felt good. Yeah. Yesterday, Jesse and I were talking about this, uh, a Reddit article that said, guys, when did you know that the bar was set really low for you? Like when you're going on a date with a woman, you did something simple. You probably didn't even think about it. Yeah. And the woman you're going out with is like, wow, thank you. Oh my gosh. I'm so impressed by what you've done. You're like, oh, that that bar is low. That was nothing. Yeah. Like it's like, like like I didn't hardly do anything. It's these little things. And the first thing that came to my mind was... uh, the last guy that I was in an actual relationship with, something he did from the get-go and throughout the entirety of our relationship, hold the door for me. I'm talking car door. So raining, it's pouring rain outside, doesn't matter. He's opening my car door for me. It's that it was so little, so simple, but I had never had it done for me besides the occasional. You know, I'd never yeah. had a guy that no, no matter what opened my car door that it just impressed me. And now still to this day, when I go out with a guy, I kind of look for that. and like, oh, he's not going to do it. No one does it. You know, I just think, see, I don't specifically do that one. I, there are a couple of things I do, like um, the girl I'm dating. Anytime I take her to the airport to fly out, you know, she goes, you know, somewhere on vacation. I pick her up. And she walks out with her suitcase. I pick her suitcase up, put it in the back of my truck. Yes. And I shut the door. And it's just kind of a thing. And then when we get to the airport, I take her suitcase out for yep. her. I don't, I just, I feel good about doing it. It's not, yeah. it's almost but like I don't even think about it. You probably don't realize, and I'm sure she says thank you and all that, but you probably don't realize how much that means to her. Because it is, it may be simple, but it is rare. I just think, it's funny to think that some guys might just sit in their front seat. They're like, all right, here you are. And like Have a good they trip. sit there and she's <laughs> pulling the suitcase out. Or I got one, uh, pumping the gas. Yeah. I'm not saying that a woman can't pump her own gas. I'm not saying that at all. But 
That's a great example. Of, it's kind of impressive. If I'm with a guy, we're both in the car. It may be my car, for example. Uh-huh. And he's like, oh, don't worry, I'll pump it for you. I'm not saying he pays for that's it. That's definitely me. Pumping the gas. Like, that's, yeah. it's so simple. It and it we, goes a long way. There was something we did recently. I don't remember me and her. And I purposely brought an umbrella with me. And I don't really use an umbrella all that often. But I think it was kind of raining outside. I mean, it's just in case uh, I was going to, um, I was going to let her use the umbrella. It was just one of those. It was like, all right. Yes. You know. It's- I'm a sweet boy. You are. Look at you. Chivalry is not dead. So, ladies. <laughs> you. What do you got? I am so spoiled. So, he opens all the doors. He is from southern Kentucky. Oof. So, anytime there's anything to carry, he says, let me pack that for you. Oh. Or everything is lifted for me. Everything is opened for me. Everything is handed to me. I'm very spoiled. Oh, wow. man. You, like, go to get, like, a cup out of the cupboard. He's like, let me get that door for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I love it. <laughs> Ma'am. Yeah, I, I I am rotten, so I'm very lucky, wow. very fortunate. That's good. Like it's it's honestly it's sexy when guys oh. do little things like that. They it means it maybe nothing is. to them. Yeah, it is. So and good for you. Girl. I'm from I'm from Indiana. So the whole Southern Kentucky draw thing oh. and the baby and, you know, let me let, let me pack that for you. You know, that's baby. all. Oh, he calls you baby, darling. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Baby, baby girl. Baby. Oh, oh I love it. Yeah. love that. Woo. All right. Yeah. All right. Thank so, you. And if I spoiled. say that to the girl I'm dating, she'd be like, the hell did you just Wait, say? Wait, say it. Let's try it, Jesse. I'll be you like, try- let me get that bag for you, baby girl. <laughs> hey. All right. There is power. Right. There is power in the baby girl. Baby They're girl. really no. I'm with you. Uh, Jesse needs. Right. We we gotta practice that one. Yeah, right? we gotta we gotta smooth it out a little bit. All right. Thank you yep. so much. Yep. Thank Thanks. you. Mm, everybody. What do you got? Yeah. So my husband, I, I have a very like independent personality, but like he doesn't pump my gas, but he always gets out of the car with me while I pump my gas, and like stands out there with me. And whenever we're in restaurants, like, he always has me walk ahead of him, not behind him. So mm. it's just, and it's like, I have an independent personality. So it's like, he's kind of like letting me do my thing while still like being respectful of that. And showing his, still showing like some kind of respect or support for Deference. you. Yeah. 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 Okay. Wow. I'm into that. I'm, I like that. Yeah. Yeah, Thank you. That's very nice. Thank right. you. Thanks for sharing. Bye. All right, bye-bye. Hi, B105. Okay, has somebody done something that's small for you that meant a lot in a relationship? Yes. So we have horses, and my husband, sometimes he'll get up early on Saturday and run out to the barn and take care of the horses for me so I can sleep in. That is big. That's huge, yeah. <laughs> that is big. If I was dating somebody and Jackson got out of the bed at 3 a.m. and started whimpering like he does sometimes to go outside, and they were like, don't worry, I'll do it, I'd be like, are we married yet? Marry me. Marry me. <laughs> Tell one day. Right? Wow. <laughs> That's good stuff. I like the one lady that called a little bit ago, and she's like, her husband will just open the door, close the door, everything for her. That's sweet. It's, it's a sweet thing. It's not that you can't do it. It's just that someone else doing it for you feels special. You feel like a queen. Like, I've got a great example. This would make me feel like a king. All right, let's hear it. If uh, the lady I settled down with, you know, she walks (laughs) in the kitchen, she sees that uh, the drawer and about three cabinets are open, very normal for me, and she just goes ahead and shuts them, says, I got it for you, baby. Whoa, this might be another topic. You leave your cabinet doors open? I've been told. 
Oh, boy. Yep. All right. Friends I didn't know family. that about you. I did not know <laughs> That's that. That's what I'm saying. Whoa. That'll be my queen. <laughs> Since I've moved here, I've been trying to make friends, and I think I've made one. We just haven't hung out necessarily, mm-hmm. but we are planning. Um, she's going to join me when I travel to Thailand next year. Um, and I realize now that this is a little crazy. When I ran into her last night at the Cyclones game, and she made a comment, and she's like, yeah, we should probably try to hang out before we, like, leave the country together. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, this is you are right. You know, as a person that has a hard time making friends, and yeah. I don't mean good friends is a good word, is a better way to say it. Yeah. I have a difficult time with that. I only have a handful of really good friends, people that I would hang out with outside of work, people I would travel yeah. with. There's not that many. But there's been a, but I saw when you met this girl, you met her at Lori's Roadhouse. We were doing the the line dancing for the Blink Parade. Yeah. We were teaching me how to line, both of us how to line dance. And she walked up and started talking to you. And next thing I know, you guys are chatting and you hung out again at some other point or you saw she, her. The, she came in the, she was in the parade with us. She was in the parade. The and she's dancing. just like, we should hang out. I'm like, oh, is that how people make friends? And it turns yeah. out if you just like sit and chat with somebody, you, you might become friends. And uh, the next thing I know. You, you and her are going to go to a country, another country together, and you've not really hung out for the most part. We've only just kind of run into each other at different events, but yeah, we've never we've never hung out. But I was going to Thailand, and I saw she likes to travel. I'm like, hey, do you want to book the trip too? It's a, tr- it's a tour group, so. I, okay, let me ask you this. Would you, besides me, is there anyone in, we'll say that we work with, you would travel out of the country with? Besides me, because oh, we'll just out assume of the that's a country. This is like a serious, like, go on a trip, hang out with somebody. We're going to look, Thailand, maybe. Um, Not off the top of my head. No. Not a single one of our coworkers? I mean, I would if it was just like, Jesse, you have no choice and you're going to go with this person. Yeah. I would make the most of it. It would be fine. It would, I would, it would push me out of my comfort zone to do that. Okay. I wouldn't initiate the trip. Yeah. And if somebody asked me around here, I'd be like, are we that close to friends? <laughs> Um, you don't need to be best friends to travel together. Um, I don't know. No, I don't think so. Not at this very moment. All right. What about me? Was I assuming that you would, would you, if I was like, hey, Jesse, uh, next summer, let's go to Europe. Are you down? As friends, not work. As friends. Um, can I get back to you? <gasps> really? No. You, what about- you're probably the closest person that I would, I mean, I'm also, but I'm a, I do those types of things with people I'm super close to. You're and you're the closest to you're the closest person I work with, I would say. Okay. I don't I commit to any right. hold on, hold on. Let me tell you a little something. I don't commit to anything unless the answer is yes. This way I never have to flake out on something. This right. is probably a lesson you can learn from so me. So if I'm uh, planning a trip, don't invite Jesse. <laughs> Got it. Well, no, <laughs> okay. this is just my opinion. This is the way I handle things. So this is All why right. I don't ever like to lie, I never like to mislead. Yeah. All right. So if I say yes to something, I mean it. But I only say yes if I if you mean it. <laughs> if I mean it. So you're I like, like let this line me of uh, let me. You want to be invited, but that doesn't mean you'll go. You just you'd like to be invited, but you'll think about it. Yeah, that's that's true. All right. Well, <laughs> you are not invited to Thailand. <laughs> I don't want to go. Okay. <laughs> I mean, big group of you strangers. You and your new friend from Lori's yeah. Roadhouse go hang out. <laughs> your new bestie. All right. Jesse and Anna's truth jar. Every day we take a question out of our truth jar, and then we rotate who has to answer, like, just questions about our life, maybe share a story about ourselves. Mm. So, Jesse, today is your turn, and I don't know that you're going to have an answer for this one. Uh, a book that you would recommend. 
What's a book I recommend? Yeah. Do you, you don't read, do you? <laughs> you know what? Um, I don't read very often. Okay. In the last 10 years, I've probably read three or four books total. Yeah. The book I would recommend to anybody and have recommended and have recommended to you. Mm. Dave Ramsey. Oh. My Total Money Makeover. Oh. 100%. It's a self-help book. I'm a self-help kind of guy. I'm a helper. I'm a self-helper. I help you. Yeah. I help myself. So basically... And this is not, I'm not going to give a big commercial for Dave Ramsey, but I'm, what I am going to say is his advice is the advice that got me on the right track in getting my money in order. Okay. And I never had any savings until I was 29 or 30. Mm -hmm. None. Like, pretty much none. And yeah. I went from not having that to within, like, a year or two after, like, reading his book, having, other than my house, no debt. Zero debt. Okay. And then, you know, and just another success story is when I bought my truck back in 2018. Um, you know, it's just a couple of years old of a truck. Um, I paid it off in 11 months. And that so, book, you think that book is what encouraged you to do all of that? Yeah. Motiv it motivated me. Okay. It just showed me, the book is what got me started in the first place at figuring out how to do a budget. Yeah. I never wanted to do a budget because it felt constraining. And yeah. then what I realized is when I did do a budget... It, uh, it it um, it showed me the power of motivation, and if I focus my money, you can do so much. Like my money can do everything. Yeah. That I, you know, within reason that I wanted okay. to do. But you just have to have a plan. So you know, and look, Man. you saved a thousand dollars in the month of January. I did, but I. Do you know I never read the book? What? Oh, I didn't know you didn't. You know said that. you read the book. No, no, no. I don't think I said. I think I I started to read it. <gasps> I'm sorry. I thought you knew that. I no. I started to read it. You never. I love to you read. You gave it back to me. I I love to read, but I did not know. I didn't read the book. And hmm. don't take this. I. I'm go, sorry. Yeah, it was not. For me. Don't take what. Go ahead. Finish your sentence. Well, don't take it the wrong way. But that's. It's not. It's not my kind of book. I love to read. Right. I read all different types of books. I read fiction. I read history books. I read, you know, self, even some self-help books. But usually my self-help books are just a little different. I don't know. I How's that money situation been going since January? It's, How are we doing with it? We still have a thousand dollars? Stagnant might be a good word. Okay. Well, to, uh, so sounds that, like something somebody would say that hadn't read the book I recommended. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Well, I okay. gave it back only because I felt I had borrowed it for too long. Well, it was signed too. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't want you to think I was just like oh, um, keeping your book. That is okay. disappointing, but uh, it's okay. It's all right. You, you. I feel like you listened to me. I feel like you kind of took the lesson from me anyway. So yeah. All right. Well. Oh man, I'm not upset, but I'm disappointed. Yeah, I thought you knew. Uh -uh. Um, your favorite book. Oh, no, I just found out. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any good news in your life? Anything good happened to you today, Anna? You know what? Big or small? Uh, nothing major, Atta but uh, I do have this nice little bag of fresh fruit. Oh. And you know, when the summer fruit's in season, it just tastes better. Okay. Like, can we get, you don't even want to get me started on the blueberries. Okay, no, the I don't. The flavor of blueberries right now, so much better than they were in the they winter. They really pop? Yeah, they're just sweeter. So, that's so my good I'd love news. to know what your good news is, though. If you've got good news in your life, it could be big or small. It could be, you know, you could be at work and you could have gotten a raise for the first time in a couple yeah. of years. Maybe the example I always use is maybe you were driving to work today and you got all green lights. Oh, yeah. What's your good news? My good news is I played hooky today and went golfing and shot amazing. Wow. Heck, yeah. That's awesome. 
Can I ask what your excuse was? Were you sick or uh, ran a vacation day? Uh, a mental health day. Oh, <laughs> I love it. I you need we, those. Yeah, I wish we had mental health days. Just like last minute, be like, you know what? I don't feel like coming in today. Going golfing. Right? That's it great. Was awesome. Thank you for sharing. <laughs> thank you. Uh, thank Thanks, you, guys. Bye-bye. IP105, what is your good news? The other day from uh, my workplace, I got a 50-cent raise. Nice. Wow. Congrats. Dang. That's going to add up. That's that's like a couple extra free visits to the vending machine. I'm looking at it. Ooh. Oh, yeah. All right, man. Well, congratulations. Thanks for sharing. Thanks. So. Bye-bye. Thanks. Hi, it's B105. What is your good news? My good news is that I'm a farmer, and I got some baby chicks the other day, and one of them had to go in the little chicken infirmary because he just wasn't quite strong enough to be with the other chicks. Let him out today, and I think he's doing good and holding his own. Oh, oh happy ending. He got returned to the flock, and he's doing well. It's the definition of good news. Thank you for sharing. Thank you. Sure. I, I feel like we could do this more than one day a week. I what's, know. It's, what's good Thursday tomorrow? Yeah. yeah. What's yours? So for 20 years, I have wanted to become a hairdresser. And on Monday, I officially became licensed. Whoa. Congrats. That's great. Thank you. Thank you. Good for you. And where are you uh, working at? I will be starting at Nail Paint Bar in Florence on Tuesday. All right. Good for you. Well, thank you for sharing. Thank you so much. Have Thanks. a good day, guys. You too. Bye-bye. You know, I, I want to say a couple of months ago, I, this came up on a, 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 a like a, a best up part of our podcast recently where yeah. you replayed this part of something that you wanted me to work on for 2023, something I needed to be better at. And you said time yeah. management. Oh, no. You said be better at time management. Yet here we are. Mm. You and I had a meeting earlier on today, me and you, me, Aunt, me and Anna. Yeah. And this has become a little bit of a trend where Anna shows up about anywhere between three and uh, I'm going to go 10 minutes late. Mm. And we were set to meet this morning at a coffee shop at 8 a.m. to do some brainstorming. I get a text, I believe, at 747, about 13 minutes before we were supposed to meet. And she wrote, running a few minutes late. Mm. And she walked in four minutes late, I think. No big yeah. deal. Not yeah. a huge deal. And and I didn't care. When it's a little later, I get like, oh, my goodness. But it happens every time, I would no. say, we meet. And as a person that has gone through this and it, it is late to things and has been, I kind of get it. But at the same time, if uh, I just want to <laughs> almost be like, so you know you're always four minutes late. So it's almost like you need to account for it on the front end. What time did you set your alarm for this morning for us to meet at 8? I actually set it for 6.45. Okay. Now, do you want to know what time I got out of bed? Uh, what time did you get out of bed? 7.15. <laughs> right on it. 7.15. So I'm not, you're, you're right. This has become a problem that I've noticed. And in fact, when I had to look at my phone and notice that I was going to be late, I was so afraid to text you because I knew, I'm like, oh, he's going to hate me. And Jesse's response killed me. <laughs> he's like, don't worry, I'll even it out because I'll be here early. I'm like, oh, <laughs> man. That wasn't, my, that wasn't my original. I actually toned it down. My original response was classic Anna. Yeah. And I wasn't doing no, like, LOL or anything. Like, no, that's a little mean. Classic. So then I wrote back, uh, don't worry, I'll even know about me a couple of minutes early. And you, it wasn't that bad. I had just gotten my coffee and sat down. You Again, to? if this was a random occurrence, it wouldn't matter that I was four minutes late. But it is because I'm late 
all the time. There's a little I, bit of a pattern. It's not just you. It's been, I've been showing up late to a, like doctor's appointments, all kinds of stuff. I don't know what's going on. I'm just running behind. Well, if I can just admit something here. Uh, there are times when I have to be on time, I'm on time for something. Like no problem. But I'll tell you something I have almost never been on time for ever yeah. in two years is my haircut. Whoa. Ever. I'm always like a minute or two late, like consistently late. And it's like, I know how long it takes me to get there. And what ends up happening is I'm running ahead of time. And it's yeah. like, oh my gosh, if I leave now, I'm going to get there nine minutes early. Yep. So that's when I'm like, well, that gives me time to go get a cup of coffee at Starbucks. Or that gives me time to do yada, yada, yada. Yes. And that is where I screw up every time. That's a big issue for me too. If I do have, if on the rare occasion I get ready early yep. or I hit this like, middle ground in my getting ready session and it's like uh my brain's fried i don't know what to wear i don't mm. my makeup isn't like i hit this yeah it's like a pause i was on a roll i was getting ready and then all of a sudden things lock just, up uh, it's all excuses you're right and i'm wrong so uh there you go. We'll be saving that piece of audio. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Yeah. That was too good. Can you uh -oh. say that slower and a little yeah, cleaner? Yeah, no way. <laughs> <laughs> it was like 1030 last night. I was in my kitchen, and uh, there I was just roasting s'mores <laughs> on my stove. Yeah. We went to Yellowstone over the weekend, and um, at this uh, hotel we stayed at, they had an outdoor, like a... A fire pit? Yeah. So they give everybody that checked in like a s'more kit. Yeah. <laughs> which I thought was interesting. So it was like, here's a couple marshmallows. Here's some grain, graham crackers. Here's some, uh, here's a Hershey's chocolate bar. And you had said something on the show a couple of days ago about s'mores and how you did Uber Eats the other night to get these s'more bars. S'mores treats bars. I'm obsessed. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. I'm yeah. Obsessed. Anyways. But anyway, so you get into my brain and then I got home last night. You never, you ever know when you say out loud, you're like, I don't have any groceries. I got nothing to eat. Yeah. That's how I felt. And then I saw the bag on the counter. I'm like, <laughs> I kind of want some s'mores right now. Ooh. So I got out of skewer and turned the burner on, took the little grate off the top. It's a gas burner. <laughs> and there I was roasting a marshmallow. It caught fire. <laughs> I had to blow it out just like a campfire. Yeah. And then I get the graham crackers and the chocolate and I sat down on a couch and I told you this earlier, and you were like, <laughs> did it taste like gas? I'm like, no, it tastes like a s'more. That's, I've seen these videos on TikTok and things. I've always thought it'd be cool to try, but I, I never have. I, I'm shocked that you... It's probably not it the feels, smartest idea to do, I mean, catching I mean, things on fire in the kitchen well, for the sake of... Um, but it tasted great, and it really, it really scratched that itch. Did it? Oh, mm -hmm. man. I, I kind of want to go home. I have a gas uh, stove at my apartment. Don't they, don't they make, like, these little, you know, the little solo stoves you can buy? Like, oh, outdoor, like the a, smokeless like solo stove. Like a George Foreman? No, no, no. That's a grill. No, no, no. Oh. The stove, like a fire pits. They okay. make these, so they're silver. They're oh, round, yeah, yeah, yeah. I they're know newer. what you're talking about. Yeah. But they make these little tiny ones that I think they're, they're like the size of a candle now, and they're just for that purpose for I've roasting marshmallows. Seen them. Oh, that is such a cool oh, idea. Now what someone's getting for their birthday. Oh, Jesse, you want me to make a list? Wow. Um, okay. But anyway, um, yep. It was really good. Oh, but I I'm a little so sad. Jealous. I ran out of s'mores ingredients because it was just enough for two people. Oh, and I ate them man. both. Yeah, you did. Oh, that sounds great. I ate like uh, I think three s'mores treats bars last night. So cut you off. We went to the Cyclones game and we're like, hmm, s'mores. <laughs> 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 sounds good. <laughs> um, I guess we both had s'mores on the mind. <laughs> I guess so. This is kind of cool. Max Pizza Pub. 
in Clifton, they are going to debut their pizza vending machine. So you go up, click what kind of toppings you want, press all the buttons on the vending machine. Three minutes later, boom, you got a pizza right out of a, a machine. They, it can hold like 90-something pizzas in there. Uh-huh. Um, and it, not just pizza that it will cook. And it, it will also be able to cook wings, quesadillas, cookies, jalapeno poppers, like all kinds of stuff. You know where I think this would be cool is right here at this radio station down on oh our break Oh, my gosh. Can you imagine? The problem is it's a, it's a, very, it's a specialty item, and that's a, that's a big investment for pizza. 90-something pizzas, I mean, that's a lot. If you don't cook them, that stuff goes bad, the dough, the ingredients. So I see why they have it sort of at a pizza place. Yeah, so it's... You know who it needs It works that? for them. What? Chipotle. Oh. I... That's totally doable. I, you know, going inside of Chipotle, if, especially the time of day when you go in there, it could be pretty busy. But I would like it if there's, you know how they just have ATMs around town for money, Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I would just like a Chipotle ATM here and there. And you go in there, you make yourself a little burrito bowl. I don't even need a burrito, just a burrito bowl. That even seems like it would be easier to create. What if you press buttons and then like rice? That's <laughs> exactly. Beans. Okay. Please, do, don't. <laughs> do we have a splat sound? No, we do <laughs> That's extra sour cream. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you have to? <laughs> That's how it would if it was like squirting out of the. No, I, I okay. <laughs> yeah, no. Okay, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> extra $3. Yeah, no, um, I, I think that would be cool. I would be totally, yeah, I would be down to trying to pizza out of the machine, but I also kind of like, you know, my favorite pizza, Italian at pizza. Yeah. Um, in uh, Silverton, North College Hill. Okay, so what if they get a pizza vending machine? Are you using it, or are you uh, like yeah. the old-fashioned way? Uh, absolutely. My question is, do you save money? I, I, are they? Is it cheaper? Because no, it's it's not about cheap. It's about convenience. convenience. Oh, Three so you minutes. You go in, press a cut. Like, okay, we need pizza on the fly. We've got movie night. You go up to the vending machine, press a couple buttons, boom, 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 three boom, minutes, boom, 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 boom. you have oh. a pizza so in a at, box ready to go. You're actually going to pay more for the convenience of the pizza. Well, I didn't look at the price. Well, I, I know. Oh, I'm you're just, just like, listen, what does it as cost? As a man that's lived some life, okay. I'm just saying can, you pay for convenience. It, it may be so, but it might be worth it. It's like when you go to a bar, you pay more for the bar than when you just make yourself a drink at home. Yes. <laughs> so it might cost more. You like my example? Yes. And, all right. Yes, Jesse. Jesse and Anna's Emotion of the Day. It's really a great way to end our show. How are we feeling? What emotions came out today? And yeah, I'll tell you what, when we did our acting scene yeah. a little bit earlier, like Jesse and I together acted out a scene from one of the Back to the Future movies. I, I was Doc, he was Marty. I mean, it was outrageous. Um, but it made me feel, gosh, I don't know, like is empowered the right word? Um, uh, yeah. I always wanted to try acting. And after that scene, I feel like maybe I got, do I got a shot? Well, there's only one way to find out. You want to try it again? Do you still have it? I do. Do you have your script? I'm saving this. All right. Well, we don't necessarily uh, right. have to do the whole thing. But just uh, for those that missed it, I'm just going to, we'll say. What, first couple lines? Or? Yeah, first couple lines. We'll say action, and then we'll, we'll kick it off again. All right. For those that missed okay. I'd hate those that didn't hear it the first time. All right. Uh, you ready? Yeah. Here we go. Oh, th- we, we reenacted the scene from Back to the Future. Yeah. Okay. It's a long story. Here we go. Action. What'd I tell you? <laughs> 88 miles per hour. Temporal displacement occurred at. Exactly 102 a.m. and zero seconds. Christ almighty. You disintegrated Einstein. Calm down, Marty. I didn't disintegrate anything. The molecular structure of both Einstein and the car are completely intact. Then where the hell are they? Cut. Scene. Uh, <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> we're back. So anyways, I'm feeling really. We really knocked it out of the park. We did good.
All right. So how are you feeling today, Jess? My emotion is uh, anger. Oh, <laughs> oh It's no. a first for the emotion of the day. Oh, okay. I'm upset. I'm a little upset about something that happened today. And what's wrong? Well, you see, <laughs> we got talking about the one book that I would recommend oh, to anybody to read. No. That was the question on today's True Chart. What book would you recommend to anybody? And I said uh, a book called The Total Money Makeover. Yeah. Which I had loaned to Anna. She had it for a couple of months. She gave it back to me. This is all back in like January when she was getting yeah. her money uh, in order. And she saved a thousand bucks that month. And I was so proud of her. And I thought maybe the book had a little something to do with yeah. it. She gave me the book back. And as if to say, thank you, I no longer need this book. I found out today Ooh. that you never read the book. <laughs> I don't know if I ever said I read it. Or if maybe when I returned it, you just assumed that meant I had read it. Yeah, it's like when you check a book out from a library. I just assume when you return it. The book has been finished. I and I love to read. I love reading. I just I tried. It wasn't it wasn't in the cards for me. I'm sorry. Uh, your All budget right. has shown sense. <laughs> oh, my budget remains stagnant. You didn't pass the course. Yeah. Well, maybe I'll loan it again in a couple of months. Oh, okay. okay. Well, you think I'm giving it back oh. to you? <laughs> no, go buy your own. <laughs> so I'm a little upset. Okay, anger. Okay. What a great way to end the show. <laughs> Just kidding. Hey, it's Jesse and Anna. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you enjoyed listening, you can hit the subscribe button. You can listen to us anywhere you get your podcasts. And also, don't forget, we are live in Cincinnati weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern. Stream us at B105.com.